There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey everyone, it's Amy Castles. And Trey Castles. We're coming to you live. We're not live, actually. We're recording. You're going to hear this as a recording. Today, we are coming to you from Idaho, and we're on an RV trip. And we're on our dream vacation. I would say this has been... Our dream vacation. Well, it's a dream trip. Well, it's a dream. It's a dream trip. Trips are vacations. We've wanted to take an RV trip with the family for what ten plus years. I mean, at least I would say before Avery was born. So our daughter's fifteen years old. Yeah, when we got that um, little Antiqua hybrid. Yeah, we got a little tiny little trailer. It was just Trey and I, and we had two dogs, and we got this little Antiqua little bumper pull trailer. And it was like, how many feet? 17 feet. It was an 18 foot. And it had two pop outs, the beds. And we had so much fun going around to the different little parks in our area and Galveston. And we always said, okay, one day we want to take an RV trip up to Yellowstone. 
and travel all through Colorado and do the whole thing. Yeah, it was 14 years ago. It was, and we're finally doing it. But to do a trip like this, you really need a lot of time. So we are actually taking three weeks, which is a big deal. We've never been away for three weeks before. We've never been able to, from a scheduling standpoint, with the kids, with my work, with your work, with all of it, and it just finally all worked out. Scheduling and financially yeah. being able to take away that much time. So, so what we did was we rented an RV from, what is it called? Texas RV Adventures in Cyprus. Yeah. So Texas RV Adventures, we rented from them. We rented a, what? what's the stats on that? It's a Discovery Fleetwood. Uh, it's a Freightliner. It's a class A diesel pusher, 41 foot. And we're flat towing the, uh, my F-250. So we're about 63 feet, 64 feet long. Okay. For all those people who just felt like he spoke French, Basically, we have like what looks like one of those big buses, like a big tour bus, and we're pulling his truck. That's what I said. Well, you said flat toe. I, I don't know what flat toe. Be a lot of people don't know what flat toe means, but you say pulling the truck. Most people know what that means. Okay. Well, I, I I'm not most people, I guess. So we're you pulling. Yeah, we're we're a big rig, but we rented it because no matter how much we've gone forward and backwards with the price of purchasing one, if you get one that we could actually afford right now, it's, you're going to be like rattling down the road and hot in the front. And it's just, there's, it would be miserable. So with all the maintenance and stuff, it was just, it made more sense to just rent it and give it back. We don't have to worry about <laughs> storing. It's like grandkids. It's like grandkids. You can just borrow you for three weeks. I'm going to give you back. Yeah. You can give them back. You don't have to insure them. You don't have to do maintenance on them. Something goes wrong. You just no, we had to call their parents. Everything. Well, yes. Deposits. But I, and you don't have to store them. Like you don't have to have a room for your grandkids. You feel want to. You're referencing grandkids. I am. It's like at renting. We're in our early forties. I mean, we don't have to start renting grandkids yet. <laughs> well, anyway, it's been awesome to not have the responsibility and to just rent it and go take off down the road. I actually started prepping months ago. I would just double up on my meals and the like food. Yeah, yeah I, like I would make pot roast and then I would make double the pot roast. Or if I made spaghetti, I would make double the spaghetti or taco meat or whatever. Chicken, I would grill a bunch of chicken and then let it cool and then chop it up into like cubes and then vacuum freeze it and then put it in the, put it we in got, the We freezer. got some of your food prepper food in there? For some of our food prepper food. Yeah. It was, it's been a bit of a chore, I guess, but also exciting too and I think I actually wanted to continue doing that because when we get home and school starts, we're going to be busy, busy. The kids are, you know, starting a new school, River's starting a different school, different sports. So I think having freezer meals already made has been so easy on this trip because then you just worry about, you know, your vegetables or your side. So I've just went and bought a bunch of stuff for salads. So where are we going? Where are we going? Tell them where we're going, Trey. Today? Well, tell them where this trip is. So the, the cornerstone, the, the top of the trip is, is is Yellowstone, which will be there tomorrow. And then we'll circle back around and go back home. But, I mean, we started out obviously at home and then went up to Lubbock, to Santa Fe, to Pagosa. And our first stop was in Pagosa. We spent three nights there. And then Pagosa to Salt Lake, stay a night in Salt Lake, and then Salt Lake to now Idaho. And we're doing three nights here in basically Jackson Hole. 
two nights in Yellowstone and then we're coming back home, spending five nights in Colorado and then the trek home. So it's the, it's 21 nights, but today, today's going to be awesome. I've always wanted to do this. And every time we've had an opportunity, it's just for whatever reason, it hasn't worked out, but we're doing a, a three hour whitewater rafting in Jackson hole today. So it's going to be an hour and a half scenic tour and then an hour and a half of actual rapids. So excited. Okay. So we got to tell them what we, what we've done so far. First off, I have to say Santa Fe was really cute. It was really, really hot. I mean, it was, it was like cold in the morning. It was cold in the morning. we actually, do you put- remember we worked out? Uh, we, so I have Alicia at finish first that works with me Tuesdays and Thursdays. And Amy's been jumping in since we've been together and we were working out at six in the morning because our time slot is seven Texas time, but it was six Santa Fe time, which we didn't do that again because that was very difficult. But anyway, we got up and we're sitting there in our little RV slot and there's an empty one next to us. And so we get the the mats out and all of our stuff out and we're sitting there being loud and talking back and forth to Alicia. And I hear this window open and this lady's like, excuse me, can you work out on your own slip? It's 6 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to bother you. And so we got kicked out of the the slip at six o'clock in the morning on day two of our trip in Santa Fe. Yeah, because there was an empty slot right between the two of our RVs. So we thought, oh, that's perfect to go work out. But yeah, it was 6 a.m. We were still thinking, you know, our bodies still thought that it was 7 a.m. Well, and then the the dude that was standing with that lady, he comes out and he's walking his dog and he's like just groggy, tired and everything. I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Sorry about the being loud this morning. He was like, it's okay. It. Yeah, it was just, it was just a surprise. I was like, (laughs) sorry, man. Yeah, I don't think he was very happy. Okay, so we have to tell some of the the bloopers that happened, like, right when we picked, when you picked up the RV, you got the, you picked up the RV on Saturday, you get to our house, and right off the bat, it was like, Trey tries to get out, and he's locked inside. Well, I had to back it into our driveway, and we were on a little slope. And I got locked in, like literally for 20 minutes, I couldn't get out of the damn RV. I thought I was going to have to go out of the emergency exit because I couldn't get the door open. You're and like, oh, I, this called, is great. I called the service. They're, they're telling me all the different things to troubleshoot. I tried everything to troubleshoot it. And finally, like, we're just going to send a tech out. Well, I just got sitting there and I was like, this is ridiculous. Not even day one, I'm locked in my dang driveway. And so I knew I was on an incline and I ended up watching the video again on how to open the damn door, which is sad. So it was, it was stuck and I had to, I had to hit it with my foot and my shoulder to open it. And then once I got it open, there was an actual screw down at the bottom that had come three quarters of an inch loose and was stuck on the door. So it was hitting up against the door and with the being on an incline, it kept me trapped in. That so, was fun. Yeah, anyway. Well, and then so. and then he we're leaving and he almost backs off the ditch into the neighbor's yard where we get driving I down did the not almost back in the ditch. Oh, you 100% faked it and you almost backed it up. You were like, "What? I got this." I knew what I was doing. You were you almost went off into the ditch. Almost like, doesn't count. Yeah, well, it was pretty bad. And then we're driving down the road and of course, like it's not necessarily steady unless you have a half a million dollar rig, you are going to have like bumps and all kinds of stuff. Like those really, really nice half a million dollar one rigs that they have going to reference half a million dollars. Because that that's how I understood how they go up in levels. So it's chastity, it's tires, it's suspension. It's suspension. So so basically I've got bruises all over my legs. Like you're not 
you're not, it's not necessarily. Well, I had to learn how to drive it. Yeah. So I'm like, Trey's like throwing me all over. So it's not necessarily you're stable. You're supposed to be in your seat. Buckle I, I thought I was going to be in the back, like making macaroni and cheese or something. Like, you know, using my pressure cooker. Like, Slowing her, throwing like, her down like a rag doll. I thought I was going to do like artwork and I brought my colored, <laughs> uh, colored water pencils. No, you're like, you're holding on as you're walking down. And of course the kids, they're just like laying there like dead fish on iPads and stuff. Well, I've gotten better at it because I'm are, coming have... really hot on some situations and like have to slam uh, on the brakes. Oh, in the like, beginning. Coming in hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can't slam on the brakes because they're like air brakes or something and, and they will give out. Oh, and the turns, the wobble turns. Oh my Ugh. God. That thing will just start shaking and swaying and just rocking. And this is a, this is a expensive RV that they had too. It's a $330,000 RV. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying is if, it, unless you're getting like one of those super, super nice ones that are half a million dollars, those are going to drive super smooth. Huh? What? 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 What did you say? I said, here we go again with the half a million dollars. I'm just referencing because that is when you get those smooth rides. I expected it to be like this. Well, that's because your brother's like, well, does yours rattling in front? Oh, I hear that rattling in front. Mine doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so anyway, then we're going down the road. I go to make lunch and I'm like going to make some gumbo, you know, in the microwave. Cause I think we're all steady. Oh, no, geez. no, we hit bumps and tray turns and gumbo falls everywhere. Splatters all over the floor. Refrigerator flies open cause we didn't have it locked. Oh, we blew the fuse a million times. It was to the- not a million times. It was three times. Uh, to the generator. To pull Felt like a so you can't have the AC, the water heater, and the microwave going all at once while yeah. you're driving down the road. Apparently that generator is not strong enough. Yeah, I thought that that was. So would... we had to turn off the AC to use the microwave. And um, we realized that now after having to pull over on the side of the road, call the service because I couldn't get the dang lock undone. And finally get the generator motor out and reset the breaker. But now we know how to do all that. Yeah. And then, and then Evan poops in the bathroom on the way there and doesn't know to open the fan, which you have to turn off the air conditioner to open the fan because you got to turn on the fan. You don't want to use too much energy. And then he like stinks up the whole RV trays in the front, like driving, like, and he can't try, can't turn around. Like he has to keep all eyes on the road. So the whole little bitty window I can open up and like hold my head out like Ace Ventura and try to get some air. And he looks like this tiny little Lego man with a big like Lego bus, you know, or something. If you look at the, like how they have the little guys in there. We're all just like, uh, 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 yes. Oh my gosh. That was funny. All right. So we get to Santa Fe. It's really hot, really cute. I love all the little Adobe style houses, but I mean, most of the part of going into New Mexico, it's like, Oh, this is not that pretty, but the sunrise was beautiful. The sunset was beautiful. It was just really hot. We had some good dinner in town and then we went around, did a little bit of shopping the next day. Some artists. Yeah, we went in town into that park. Yeah. And went to visit in some art stores and looked at some $20,000 art that I was like, oh, maybe one day. Yeah. And it was fun. And then we drove up to Pagosa Springs. Now that was fun. Pagosa Springs is like South Colorado. And if you're driving from Texas, I mean, seriously, it's not that far. If you're in a car, you could make it. You could drive all the way up to Amarillo in one day sleep there and then go drive all the way to Santa Fe or Albuquerque, New Mexico in another. I think it's like 15. Well, some people just 15, do it. 16, 15, 16 hours. 
So anyway, we get to Pagosa Springs and then Pagosa was so nice. We just got in somewhat late. We were tired. So the next day we basically just got up and went to the hot springs and we went to the hot springs and basically it's the San Jose river. I think it's a river that goes through all the way through the town and it is a very, very cute town. So this river goes all the way through the town and then you just see people floating down the river and someone will drop them off and then they'll float down the river into town and then somebody will drive into town and pick them up. And all along the river, there's hot springs. So this natural water aquifer or whatever pumps up super hot water, like 110 degrees in some little pools. Yeah. And then you can go into businesses where they actually have the hot water pumped in and they've made their own hot tub pools. So we did the free version because we didn't know how the kids were going to do. So we just went down to the river and we met some really cool people. Yeah, we just went down the river, walked across it, sat on the rocks and got into the hot side of it, got in the cold side of it. And then the kids were body sliding down the rapids Yeah, and just, it was, it was cool. It was a good, what, two hour, just free, relaxing experience. And I love that water too, because it's full of sulfur which sulfur is really good for you and your skin is the largest organ. So whatever you are soaking in, in your bathtub or the, like the hot springs with the sulfur, you're absorbing all of that into your body. So it's extremely anti-inflammatory and healing, which makes me want to somehow maybe, I wonder if we could order sulfur, like just pure sulfur that is natural and put it in our bathtub. No, we order sulfur. Why you you want an Epsom salt bath with essential oils and stuff? Why not sprinkle a little bit of sulfur in there? Why don't just you know what's next? Okay. Anyway, so then we took a little hike and did some disc golf. So tell them about disc golf. When we were in Oregon last year, we went to a course. I think it was Ron and his son Nate that wanted to go play, and then the kids just fell in love with it, and so. We said whenever we go on vacation, we're going to look for disc golf courses because you can go on an app called UDisc and it tells you all the courses across the United States. And so we started looking across them up. the world. We found some really cool ones in Pagosa, and so we went and actually we went to a resale shop and bought discs. Yeah. And then went and played that day and played nine holes. Yeah. And it's cool because Amy gets what she likes, which is nature and hiking and walking around. And we get the same nature and walking around, but we like the game. So we can get our gaming fix. She can get her nature fix and we're all out doing it together and it's perfect. Yeah. I basically walk the dog and get my steps in, hold the water, that kind of thing. So I have a fun time just kind of hanging out with you guys. But yeah, that app is really cool. It's U as in the letter U and then D-I-S-C and You can go on there and download that app and then look up disc golf places anywhere in the world and it'll give you a picture and then people will rate it based on how it's maintained, well-kept, mode, all those sorts of things and upload pictures and stuff. You have your scorecard and you keep score. And so Avery and Evan and I all compete. River plays on my team and he shoots when we get around the hole. So we play it like a scramble with each other. It's cute. He's my partner. And of course there's 
usually it's big open areas and joy can just kind of go off leash and we just let her run. So that's a lot of fun. And then we went and did the, what is it called? Piedra river trail. And this is on the side of a mountain Ridge. And it was just all this trail, like all of all along the river. And it was absolutely unbelievable. It was really hot. I will say it was hot and it was high altitude, but it was so beautiful. And we actually posted some pictures online. If you look on our Instagram, we went down to the river and crossed it. And then on the way back, we were, to, Edmund was trying to cross it and he, <laughs> he was trying so Balls. hard not to fall in. He fell right in, got soaking wet. And then we hiked over to, we had to drive like another 20 minutes. And then we did the Piedra, Piedra Falls, Falls and Trey and the kids jumped. Tell them about that. Well, you, so you you go up to the falls. It's about a half a mile trek up, and there was this guy that walked up there with us with his family, and he's like, "Man, I've been up here twelve different times, and I haven't jumped yet, but my girls really want me to jump." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "There's a rock up there that you can jump on." But he's been wanting to jump from this thing for twelve years now, and he's never been able to do it. And I think it was what twelve, maybe fifteen feet up. It wasn't that high. But we didn't know the waterfall was coming down and we couldn't see how deep the water was. And so Evan and I had to go all the way around and actually get into the the water and, and go out there and test it. And it was freaking cold as all get out, like completely taking your breath away, just freezing cold water. And so we go out there and, and we check the depth and it's about six foot deep. So we knew we could do it. And um yeah, Evan ended up going and jumping off first. I jumped off second. And then the guy was like, okay, well, you guys have already showed us the way. So uh, after, what, 12 times of being up there, he, he goes and jumps. And then his girls jump. And then there are like 10 other people after that jumped with us. And so we started this whole trend. And he came up to us later. He's like, man, I'm really glad you and your son did that because I've always wanted to do it. But I've just I've, – I've never known what was down there. And I didn't have the courage to go do it. So you guys – you guys led the way. That's awesome. And River decided oh, and River. River decided that he wanted to jump into this waterfall cold water, but it's crazy. He didn't know how cold it was, and I don't know why Trey didn't say, "Hey, when I jumped in, I could barely breathe and practically had I hypothermia." I told him it was cold. I said, "Do you want You didn't tell to go? me it was cold though. Well, cuz listen, this is this is between a man and a son. Okay. It's time and, for him to cut his teeth. Okay. Anyway, which by the way, he has a loose tooth and he's obsessed with it like every 5 minutes. He's like, "Is it out yet?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> but anyway, so River jumps in and then they no, pop so, so River- we, we I carry him down there and I'm holding him and we jump off together. When we hit and come back up, he's like, oh, yes, and gives Evan a high five, and he's just doing great. And then all of a sudden, what, three or four seconds in, he just lets out this belt of scream. I mean, like bloody murder scream. And I'm at the top with Joy, our dog, and she just takes off. I mean, it was insane. She took off screaming so loud because the water, it, 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 it hit him. It was, he was in shock and it was so cold that it just took his breath away and he was screaming and I couldn't hold him up because Evan was already on the rock and I was sinking. And so I had to pass him over to Evan and then get him up onto the top rock. But yeah, it was a, it was a crazy experience, but he had a, he had a blast once he stopped screaming. So after River comes out of the water screaming, then it was pretty much time to go anyway. So we hopped back on that trail and then went back to the truck and 
I got a really bad migraine started. So we ended up just going back to the RV and then they played another round of disc golf. And I have to say, yeah, we dropped you off and it's like, all right, mom's down. Yeah. See ya. I have to say, I am so happy that you guys have the disc golf and that we have the disc golf because I feel like we're just constantly going through the motions of life. Like when we're in it, you know, I've said this before on a podcast, sometimes I feel like we're on a treadmill and everybody has their different things that they're into. Avery has her swim. Evan has karate. I've got, you know, my stuff, I'm taking care of the family and whatever, and your work and river's just kind of like a feather, you know, with everybody. But I feel like sometimes we just don't have things to bring us all together. And I feel like disc golf has been one of them. And course I, I was out on that one, but anyway, so then we brought the family together. Yeah. You just didn't make it. Anyway, the next day we, we were able to move faster. We took an 11 hour drive and I did sleep in the back. We took 11 hour drive. I slept in the back and it was 11 hour drive. Trey took it like a champ. And I have to say the whole time, it Trey's, was an 11 hour drive. We left at nine 45 and got there at yes, that's eight 45. Yeah. It was 11 hour day. It was 11 hour day. In the RV. But Trey sits up there and eats snacks the entire time. I mean, he just. Freaking love it. He just snacks and snacks and snacks. And. I'm basically the driver of a house and I get waited on hand and foot because I can't move. So I get, I get drinks requests. I get snack requests. I get food requests. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't your cocktail server that day because I was totally passed out in the back with this horrible migraine. Yeah. And it started the night before and it just lasted all the next day. And we ended up getting to Salt Lake city. And if you're ever in a position where you either feel yourself coming down with a cold COVID flu, whatever, or you have a hangover, or like in my case, I got overheated and my electrolytes were off, the altitude got me. There are mobile IV clinics that will send a nurse out mm-hmm. and they'll give you an IV. Yeah, we, she was waiting in our RV slip at yeah. a picnic table when we rolled in. And it I got it. 8.45 too. And I got an IV with all the electrolytes and vitamins and, and then I added on Toradol or Tramadol. I can't remember whichever one's the IV one and then Zofran. So it totally set me up. And because if I would have left it like that, then that whole day I had been throwing up. I had uh, hardly any food. I had hardly anything to drink because when you have a migraine, it's hard to drink. So it would have messed me up the next day. So having an IV put those fluids back in so that the next day I could be back in tip top shape. Yeah. Cause we needed you next day. We had to go to the young living farm. Yeah. We went to the young living farm and we had Dr. Cole Wooley come meet us out there. And he was actually on our podcast last week and he met us out there and we just had a blast. Like we went around and did the farm tour and saw all the fields, the lavender fields, saw some of the fennel and wolf berry. Going around with him though was really cool because he's just this encyclopedia of information. Yeah. I mean, he's been around the oils for years and has helped establish so many of these farms. So he knows them inside and out and to have the kids interested and have our whole family be there to kind of support what you've been doing now for 12 years was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and the farm, the fields where they actually have the lavender that they harvest, we're not able to go out and go walk around those because otherwise it damages the plants and they actually yield a different 
essential oil. The essential oil is not of very good quality. So what we walked through is more of a test garden and it's more for show as well. So they're using that to test and they're using it for show, but it's still really cool. Okay. So this is pretty funny. They were growing fennel and we all broke off the fennel and started chewing on it. We chewed on the fennel. Well, my friend texts me and says, so did you guys get the fennel farts? And I was like, what? She goes, the fennel farts. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So river. River. It's freaking river. River has been bombing. I mean, I mean bombing the R- the RV. At first he was doing it and was being very quiet because he was like, oh, that one stinks. And then all of a sudden we'd we'd smell it and be like, oh, who did that? It was, and then everybody'd blame it on river. Well, once he started getting recognition for it, he was like, Jones into fart. And oh, he, could, he couldn't he wait. And okay, this is a 40 foot RV. He's in the so back. Bad. He's in so the bad. back farting. And we could smell it up in the driver side of th- where the drivers are. It was, it, he. Well, and then we had to teach fart etiquette because he was doing it out in public when we were at the restaurant. <laughs> fart. And he would fart, fart and then Hold on. start laughing. We have to teach fart etiquette. <laughs> there, I didn't even know that was a thing. Fart etiquette. That's like, hilarious. Dude, you cannot do that in a public place. He goes, I said, your butt is so foul that so you can't, foul. other people, including us, don't want to be a part of that. Well, I got him out of the shower last night and he's butt naked and he's crying because it's late and I've got the towel and I'm drying it off his little legs, you know, and so I'm bent over and he farts and it's like he, as he was crying, he was like, you know, and then he farts and then it was like right in my face in this tiny little bathroom, like river. It was so (laughs) bad. Okay. So after we did a day at the farm, we played a round of disc golf that we found on our app. Yeah. So we had Pagosa and Salt Lake. Uh huh. So by that time, now that that's three rounds of disc golf and then, well, we only played nine holes the first two rounds. So then the next day we go up to park city and we're driving down the road in park city. And my brother calls us and goes, Hey, are you guys in park city? And I said, yes. What? He was like, I just passed you. Okay. My brother's in Texas uh, from Texas and he's on an RV trip himself, him and his wife. And they were up in supposed to be in Oregon, Oregon. Yeah. But they're making their way back down to Texas. So they just happened to stop in park city to stay a few nights and they see us driving down the road and well, they see, we're inside park city with the 40 foot RV and the truck. So we're 65 foot long going down the city yeah. through the city. It's like, we're, we're, we're kind of noticeable. Well, Luke, my brother sees Trey through the window. So it was funny. So we, he's like, are y'all, is that, did y'all just pass me? And we're like, what? So that was such a nice surprise. And we saw that we saw them and pulled over and hung out for about an hour and took pictures and stuff. And yeah, he helped me with a bunch of stuff on the RV. Yeah. He gave Trey a good, a good little lesson. So we went to this place. Okay. If you ever go to Colorado or really any place where you can go ski in the summertime, they're going to have a ton of summertime activities. And I mean, we went up to this place called Park City Mountain and there was disc golf. But yes, there is disc golf, but it was close for a private event. They had zip lining. They had a mountain roller coaster that was so much fun going down. Slide. They had a slide that was kind of like a bobsled type thing, but you're kind of open. And they'd take you up with your bike all the way to the top and you could ride all these different trail rides back down. I mean, it was... It was awesome. And the weather was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely beautiful weather. And then... So we we ended up doing the mountain coaster and the alpine slide. 
Yeah. And then we drove half a day and got here to Idaho and we were in Victor, Idaho. And we're staying at this place called Teton Valley Resort and it's an RV resort. And there's teepees. There's surrounded by mountains right now. There's RV slips. And then there's a ton of cute little cabins. They've got pickleball court, playground, and a little cafe. So it's a really, really cool place that we're at. And then you just drive about 45 minutes and then you can get into Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which is really beautiful. And that town is so cute. I wish that I could just go spend a day, just go shopping in the town. Because it's all these cute little boutiques and stuff. Oh, I'm so sorry you're not going to be able to do that. Whatever. Well, the cost of that whitewater rafting is going to take up. That's the shopping budget there. So so anyway, we're going to whitewater raft today. And that's going to be about an hour and a half to where you do. We're doing this like double tour thing where it's like going to be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And you do the first, an hour and a half where you do a scenic route. And then you take a break for a second, get lunch, and then you do an hour and a half like whitewater rafting. I think I already explained this in the front of the podcast, but it's a cool. We can do it again. Oh, okay. Oh, well, oh, I forgot to say, we went to Teton National Park and it's a national forest park. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. My place is phenomenal. Breathtaking. So everything is nicely paved, like all around the park. I mean, unbelievably beautiful facilities, like these national places are awesome. And you walk over to this little boat dock that's right on this place called Jenny Lake. And then you hop on a boat and then they take you across the way. It takes about 10 minutes. And then you do a hike that's like half a mile up. And then you go look at the twin falls. And that was really, really cool. Breathtaking. I mean, just the way it was laid out, and the way it looked and just, I don't know, the weather, the hike, all of it, it was, it was freaking awesome. And then Evan disappears and oh my gosh. we find him in the middle of the waterfall. Like, I mean, he's like rock. way he's standing up like 200 yards away. He's like doing this Tarzan. Dude, we gotta go. Oh my gosh. Boat. So it's been a lot of fun. I've been posting a lot on our Instagram stories. So You'll have to check some stuff out there and if you can catch it on time. But I'm also posting stuff on Instagram as well, which my page is at A Castles, and that's C-A-S-S-E-L-S. I'm excited for the rest of the trip. I still can't believe that we have like a week and a half left. We have been active every single day, except for some of our drive days. But even on some of our drive days, we've gotten up and did yoga or we've worked out. So we've been hiking or we've done two workouts with our trainer so far in a week. And then we've also done yoga once. So we're going to work out again tomorrow with her getting a migraine and driving those 11 hours. That kind of threw both of us off because driving for Trey gets really tiring. He's tense, you know, and then while you're driving, you have to be real aware. And then of course, having a migraine that just throws me off for probably about 48 hours. I have to be careful what I do. You're worthless for about two days. Whatever. Anyway, so we'll talk to you next week. We'll give you a recap on what we've done from here until next week. And, um, but I will say this after the second day of literally the kids just bickering and back and forth and just being teenagers to each other, sarcastic, sarcastic, mean, aggressive, they're 15 and 13, boy we and a girl. To, we, we had several check moments that we had to get into. But by the, by the third day, 
these kids were loving on each other, having a blast, playing games with each other, cooperating, getting along. And it's been, it's been a good rhythm so far. Yeah. But we have to keep, keep them in check. And I do have to say this, I'm going to get mushy for a second. Although I felt this last week, I'm not necessarily thinking that I feel this right in this very moment, but, (laughs) 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 but anyway, last week, Trey and I go take a little walk down to the river when we were in Pagosa Springs, we stayed at a RV's resort that was right on the river. And I finally like put it into words when I was, I was looking at Trey and gazing into my eyes. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit like that. (laughs) And I thought this feeling feels familiar. I had a feeling that felt familiar. I was like, what is that? And it took me a moment and I finally put it into words. And I was like, oh my gosh, this feeling, this energy that I have reminds me of when I was 19, 20, 21. And I had this, like, I mean, I just loved you. I was, I mean, loved, I loved, it's like past tense. It, it, well, because I loved you then I love you now, <laughs> but I don't know. I just it's like this young spirit. Filled but love. I know you felt it too, because I've, I've seen the way you look at me. I, I know what you're thinking when those country songs come on while we're driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that you would say, why don't you dedicate this to me? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Trey, do you dedicate this song to me? Is that like yep, say? Absolutely. Hey, Trey, this is a really good song. Do you dedicate it to me? Do you think about me whenever you hear it? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you really allow it to organically take place. I do. I do That's a lot. Nice. Well, anyway, I felt that and I felt that these past, probably these past couple of months, I mean, Trey and I've done a lot thank of work. You. I just would like to tell you, thank you. I've, Trey and I've done a lot of work emotionally with ourselves individually together and... I'm glad that that's come up. Mostly it's Trey working on himself. <laughs> so with Trey working on himself, it's just made everything better. Brought back that, that teenage love again. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. I remember I used to love you so much. Before you got, to, huh? before you got cool. really screwed up. <laughs> but I'm glad that we have come through those. I know, so I know that there's going to be hard times in the future too. I know that we're going to come across, but I just hope that we can continually be proactive in working on us. And I want to be addicted to just strengthening our relationship throughout from, from here into the future, whether that's prioritizing vacations together, walks together, therapy, marriage conference, retreats, counseling sessions. Easy, easy. What? You just totally... Burst in my bubble right now. No, then. I was I was carrying the bubble and it was getting heavy. Oh, just wanted to make sure that we weren't we weren't working too far with the bubble. Seriously, okay. Anyway, that's all I guess. <laughs> I, you know, now that I just stamp loser on my forehead. Fine. I just would like to say thank you, and I feel the same way. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks y'all for listening to us go back and forth and banter and share about our vacation. We love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.